What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Phenomena starts right now. This is the Webster Phenomenon. I'm your host. It's on Utah, 9 p.m. Uh, Utah time. <laughs> Everybody, it's great to be back. And this show is about the discovery of extraterrestrials who turned out to be the elemental beings that create all of reality. Now, we are on the cutting edge of this thing. There's lots of people who are seeing stuff in the clouds. We are far beyond the clouds, but we will be talking clouds today, along with a lot of other Um, Welcome back to the show. It's been a few months since we did a podcast, and the reason is is that we've all been busy. It's summertime, and uh, we needed to take a little break. And the reason we needed to take a break is because this discovery is very taxing on our uh, psyche. It's very taxing. So to bring this back to the airwaves... And we're on spacedoutradio.com, the WebsterPhenomena.com, and blogtalkradio.com. Now, I think, first of all, I'm going to not waste any time and uh, bring in my co-host... Brenda Scott from Australia. Hi, Brent. Oh, wait. I need to bring her on. It's been a while. I'm a little rusty. Hello. 
Hello. Mr. Button. <laughs> Lock me out. The button. <laughs> you know, some people say, say button, and some people say button. It's really button, but I don't know. It kind of humors me. They're like, okay, push the button. Okay, uh, <laughs> All right, well, welcome, Brenda. Um, how have you been Hi. for the last few months? Yeah, yeah, good. Just doing regular stuff and yeah, relaxing the mind, trying to anyway. <laughs> so this is uh, this is taxing on the psyche and on the mind. This whole entire thing. The Webster phenomena, this realization that nature is alive, and I don't mean just living and growing slowly in the, in the background. Nature is alive. Has nature always been alive? Oh, yeah. It's always been like this. Humans are the ones that are changing. Humans are changing. So... Uh, today, Brenda, what we're going to do is we're going to take everybody through the entire realm of the Webster phenomena. So this the show is gonna it's gonna have a movement. That didn't really sound right. Uh, let me rephrase that. The show is going to have flow, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're gonna talk about ancient aliens. <laughs> What was that? I said it's still movement. <laughs> still still movement, but not That's a it. movement. <laughs> All right. So, really, the thing to start with is chemtrails. We've got to start with chemtrails because that's what led me. That was the trail that I went down or up or along to understand what's happening. And to find these elementals, and then to realize that these are the the reptile beings that have been talked about throughout time in religions and cultures, and it's really it's so wide and vast and and all encompassing that it gets out of hand in your thinking process. And so it it tends to kind of what they say blow your mind, literally. It can blow a fuse in your mind, and you can kind of go dum dum diddy for a minute and go, wow, am I really? Is this really happening? And then you start questioning if your awake time is actually dream time and. You know, then we're talking about people not on drugs here. Just regular thinking people who have regular jobs and have to get up in the morning and go do their thing and then come home at night, make dinner and go to the store and do your laundry and clean your house, pet your cat and all that stuff. That's all the regular stuff in life. And then there's all of a sudden this, this wham when you walk out the front door and you got... E.T. hanging over your head in cloud form. And uh, that is, uh, at first it's astonishing, 
and then it's unfathomable and then it then you start to have a desire to disclose this to everybody once you get it that's what's happened now if uh, a close friend of mine is uh who has been following this with me for years contacted me today and I asked him to be on the show and he was going to but he had to pull out the last second but uh, and that tends to happen with this with the subject matter but he's been having going through uh, some serious stuff in his life because of this because once you see it and it's these it's the people that are concerned about the chemtrails when they're ready to go to the next level of what the chemtrails actually are, and they're ready to stop blaming some government for poisoning them when they realize that the same go- same exact government they're talking about lives under the same atmosphere and air, and that that's not the case. The case is that here on this planet Earth and this of humans is very ignorant. In other words, for the fact that we are not the only ones in this universe. In fact, we're far from the only ones in this universe. We may be one of the only races that do not know what is really going on. That's pretty sad. But the thing is, is that we've gotten so full of ourselves as humanity that we think that any that if it if it's not tangible it not is it it it's it not is <laughs> it is not i guess it not is is really the way to say that so the fact that i have came to the table with complete 100% confidence and brought this to the table before anybody else in the world in time I am the one who has brought this to the table, and Brenda and I are the ones who have brought this to uh, publications to publicize this over and over and over with consistency. That nature, in humans' perspective, is coming to life. It's coming to life. It's like the most crazy science fiction film you could ever imagine is happening. And it's going to continue to happen until humanity either gets it or dies from it. Those are the two ways you can go. Because eventually, once once nature decides to break through this barrier of perspective and comes to life, a lot of people are going to just freak out and die and be extremely scared. Isn't that in Revelation, Brenda? Oh, yes. The, many what a man's you? heart will stop. Yes. There you go. <coughs> there you go. So so many many men, the hearts of men, will stop in fear mm. because they're afraid of what they're seeing. Um, I posted a couple videos yesterday. On my Facebook. Now, if you guys want to friend me on Facebook, please do. You can find me. My private page is uh, Patrick Small. 
facebook.com forward slash Patrick Small. And then my public pages are the same thing, Patrick Webster Small, and then the Webster Phenomena, and then Visionary Research Group. I've got as much stuff out there as I can. I'm making videos all the time. Now, the videos seem to really be helping people when I do the Facebook live video. And I'll just what I'll do is I'll be on my way home from work, and I'll see your typical scenario. And I think the last video, I didn't even see anything. I just went out and sat on my favorite rock on a cliff on my way home and just sat there for a half an hour and showed people what I'm seeing without anything pretentious like, oh, look, there's a scenario. I just clicked it on and said, all right, here's what's in my view. So I'm proving I can show you this at any given time. Any given time. As long as there's a speck of cloud in the sky, we got something to talk about. When the sky is pure blue, that means that they are cloaking themselves in blue. Now we're going to talk about uh, chemtrails a little bit, but let me just ask you this. I'm going to ask the audience this. If you were an extraterrestrial, if you were an extraterrestrial and you knew that there was this population on this amazing planet called Earth, which science has proved that there's not many that are close, not just around the corner, you know, you got to you got to do some traveling. If you were an extraterrestrial that want that needed to, let's not even say just wanted, that it was necessary that you came into the atmosphere, but it was also necessary that you did not disturb the existing ignorant population, that semi-conscious, if you want to call it that. How would you come into this reality? Would you become, would you just come uh, in willy-nilly in your tin can jalopy? Hello, everybody. Hey, E.T., don't mind me. I'm just cruising through. Now, would that cause a problem? Oh, on top of it all, the universal beings know that we have weapons of mass destruction. So let's think about all that. Take all that in. You you are E.T., everybody. Take the place, take the perspective of an extraterrestrial. If you think there's no extraterrestrials in the universe, hang up now. Get off my show right now. We do not need to educate you. There's enough evidence on Earth for people to at least at least entertain the idea. If you're that full of yourself and think there's no other beings in this vast, unbelievably huge universe, get out of town. You got no reason to listen to me. If you realize that we are a very insignificant race in this universe, you are in the right place. You're listening to the right person. We are insignificant at this moment. 
but we are about to become very significant to the universal community. You guys, just wait. We are. And you know what the difference is going to be between you and the person that just hung up because I told them not to listen if they didn't know there was E.T.? You're going to have some kind of a clue about what it is that's happening when it happens. So am I saying something's going to happen? Yes, of course something's going to happen. There's going to be a breakthrough. These are the gods. These are what people have deemed the ancient gods. These are them. Clouds. Oh, they are the clouds. They are the clouds. Now, Brenda, are you are you there? Your internet's not working too well. Are you there? All right, she's not there. We're gonna get her back on though. And um, just real quick, I'm going to check my my texts here because I have uh, somebody else that may be calling, and I want to make sure that I have their number. Okay, good. <clears throat> So, so everybody, you are an ET. Now, what would you cloak you? How would you come in? How would you come in to this reality? How would you come in without disturbing the existing ignorant race of humans? Would you cloak yourself as something? How about blue? How about cloaking yourself as blue? Well, that's pretty easy, I would think. Pretty much a cloak would be, let's just say you have a disc, some kind of a ship. Now, if you had a screen on one side of your ship that, that was the side that we would see, and then you had a camera on the other side of your ship that that took pictures of what was on the other side of the ship, we would see if the ship was not in the way. And then it was re that picture was rebroadcast on the screen on the ship, then it would look like they were invisible. There was nothing there. Because basically it's the whole smoke and mirrors thing. Now let's see if we got our Australia co host back. Brenda? I are here now. <laughs> ah, good. <laughs> Brenda's having some problems over there. Now yeah, Brenda let me ask Windy Windy Die. We have trouble when it's really windy. <clears throat> Let me ask you, if it, if you were an ET, which you probably are because you're so high up in this uh in this knowledge. We've already deemed that I am probably ET, but I just don't know it. Now the people that are cluing into this are probably of ET origin. I don't care what your blood type is. I don't care all that. It's all human stuff. We're talking about your your inside, your soul. What makes you tick? What makes your your chemical body move? Is your electromagnetic energy that is your soul. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your freaking soul. Now just think about how much this world makes your human, your chemical human do, be here. It's not anymore hunt and 
sit around the, the fire at night, and it's not that anymore. That was the indigenous peoples who enjoyed nature, and now we understand why they didn't care about advancing technologically. Somebody saw the future and said, no, 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 that's not the way to go. It's not that they were stupid or slow or anything like that. They were freaking smart. Now we're in this technological rat race and where does it end? What is the where's the win where's the, the finish line? When do we win? Where's the checkered flag? What do we win if we get to the of this race? We get a trophy? What, we get to go on vacation actually? Well, most people don't even get vacation anymore, man. You gotta scrimp and save, you gotta give up something to get something. It's most of it is no fun. It's just no fun anymore on earth. I mean, going to Disneyland and stuff, that's fun, but you know what I'm you know what I'm saying? It's just general life. Now, Brenda, if you were an E. T., what would you how would you come into reality to not disturb the Iggies? <laughs> well, basically I'd do exactly what the ETs are doing now. I would come in in the most inconspicuous way because part of the universal law is is not to is not to disturb the population. So and and, and as you said before, you know, uh, knowing humanity at, at, or people on this planet as they are, they're all strange panicky animals, so the slightest disturbance or the slightest thing that's out of their range of understanding is likely to trigger violence in people so to come in in the clouds or in the blue to to be inconspicuous in that way and just have that slow slow introduction into into and around people i think is is what they're doing and what we know that's what I would do personally because I would oh, there goes your internet. there goes your internet starting to get choppy yep now now you're gone all the way it looks like you're gonna have to drop out and come back again Bren but what Brenda was just saying is exactly what I was saying and exactly what anybody would say. These ETs, they're being cool, man. They're being cool. And the and the reason they're being cool is because they have created this whole entire scenario and I can prove this to every single person on Earth given the chance. Now, I have agreed to not talk a whole lot about NASA today. Because it's not important what NASA thinks at this point. NASA is heavily involved in this. Let's just leave it there. NASA is heavily involved. But there's still things that they don't know or understand because of who is in charge of all of that. And that's where I come in. From the ET perspective, from the Earth ET perspective, NASA needs more. 
They need to understand. That's where I come in. So I'm right now, that's why I called this podcast this weekend. Honestly, it's the first weekend I've had in a couple months that I've had available. And also, this podcast is important because I'm not sure when Brenda and I are going to be signing a non-disclosure agreement with either NASA or Virgin or Bigelow or all of the above. They all want to, they're realizing that that we have information that they need. So, uh, and we don't have it from any means except for that uh, we've acquired it through our own research and we just naturally have it. So, okay, so let's rewind. We realize the ETs will come in through obviously clouds or nature. They're going to they're gonna try to blend in. Now, check this out. Chemtrails, these are the straight lines that you see through the sky. You see these uh, once in a while <laughs> anymore. You see a jet in front of it. Not always. Sometimes you see a little bird in front of the chemtrail. I spell, I spell chemtrails with a K. Now, if you look up children of the chem or children of Chem, you will realize that this is the people of Egypt with a K, K K-H-E-M. It's just interesting that these have been called chemtrails with a C, like they're chemical trails. But that's not the case, man. Clearly there's something in these this spray. But it's not here to kill humans. In fact, humans are insignificant to the point of if it kills you, you're not the main focus. But if you're listening right now, then you haven't died from it and you have to there's something to that that you're still alive. And people on earth have died for all of time eventually. So we can't blame death on the chemtrails. There's been enough crap in the air for centuries that you can't blame the atmosphere for a death of somebody that you know. At least from the chemtrails, I should say. Okay, so there are chemtrails. Now, Brenda, are there chemtrails in Australia? Uh, There are some here. However, it's not as prolific as it is in you know, in the states there and and parts of Europe and um, United Kingdom as well. So uh-huh. yeah, we just don't have as much of it. So we've got chemtrails worldwide. Yeah. So this is not so. So everybody can understand that when it's worldwide, it's not a it's not our government. In other words, the U.S. government which some people think of as the world government, is not doing this. Australia wouldn't have it. They'd be like, no, 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 no. You're not going to spray any shit over our land. Canada wouldn't have it. Now, we usually have, have Kim and Don on today. Kim's from Canada. Kim's gonna. Kim's a listener today. 
We'll say hi to Kim. Hi, Kim. Out hi, there. Hi, Kimmy. But she's a she's a listener today because she chose to be, and I don't blame her. She just wanted to hear the show again like old times. And what I'm hearing about Canada, this is not from Kim, this is from another source, that there are many Canadians who are actually taking the chemtrail scenario to the to the courtroom and filing lawsuits. Basically, what they're trying to do is X out the government. Basically, to, for the government to prove that they're not doing it, so then we can start saying, okay, well, who is? I love that aspect and that, that look at it. I love the way they're going about it. Canadians, man, the, Canada may be the place to end up going, folks. <laughs> you know, let's get it. Let's let's start to listen to me. Let's start a commune. You know, how cultish does that sound? Oh, we've been waiting for this guy to do that. You know, that's past people that have ruined that. But what if we had a place? Where, number one, that we could go research all of this in nature. And number two, for a place for people to go to be able to commune with other people, not saying to go live there forever. Just saying a place where you could go stop in for a day or a week and commune and learn more about this because this is the most important thing in the world, at least to me. Now, I have a very particular job, as does Brenda, where you have to be focused every second of every day. Brenda, are you focused every second of every day? Yeah, pretty much have to be. Yeah. But what about when ET's hanging over your head? <laughs> oh, that's the split consciousness then. Uh, <laughs> I've been known to take right. pictures when customers driving up driveway. <laughs> exactly. But it exactly. promotes conversation because they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, I like to take pictures of the clouds and what's in there. And they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I'm like, well, take a look. What do you mean? The rain? Yeah. The no, rain? No. <laughs> so it usually does promote com- uh, yeah, conversation when they see me hanging out the window with a camera, with a phone, yeah, you know, with a camera sort of thing. Yes. People seem to be very uh, kind of standoffish. For the most part, when I'm doing that, uh, let's just say um, I've pulled over into a parking lot of uh, Albertsons or some, you know, grocery store. And I'm in a parking lot and, you know, people are walking by with their kid or whatever. And and they see me with my camera pointed up. Now, back in the 50s, uh, if you were doing that, everybody would turn and look. Everybody would look. What are you looking at? What's up there? Nowadays, people are so jaded because they see the chemtrails and they want to and need to ignore it. Why? Because work and your daily process is so important to survival now that you can't mess with it. Even to the point where you can't tell your coworkers because there might be a scenario where you get fired for for looking at the clouds too much or talking weird stuff like extraterrestrials. Weird stuff, man. This 
folks. What happened to humanity? What happened? What happened, you guys? We were supposed to evolve into a galactic community in 2012. That didn't happen, but the rest of the galaxy is going ahead without us. The celebration that should have been did not happen. Now they have to do this weird thing. Like become more and more obvious and reveal themselves. What's another word for reveal? Revelation. Revelation is the, is the last book in the Bible. The reveal. The last book. It's the last story. It includes Armageddon, which is a type of Star Wars. It talks about the warriors of, of heaven. It talks about the beasts of heaven. Where is heaven known to be? Heaven's known to be in the clouds. Every time they show heaven, there's clouds. Who's they? I don't know, any kind of media or anything that, that manipulates your mind? It's heaven. Heaven is the clouds. Now we've got airplanes, quote-unquote airplanes. They're always white and unmarked. Shooting chemtrails. They're not always white. I'm sorry. I've seen red and white and blue ones, too. But now they're shooting uh, cloud substance into the air. Well, the one who's here to tell you what that is, except for the fact that it is assisting extraterrestrials to reveal themselves. It's assisting them to show themselves, although they don't need it. It's assisting them in some way. Now, I've heard some talk that it's allowing them to breathe in our atmosphere. It's allowing them to feed in our atmosphere. And I think the latest thing I heard uh, somebody say was that it's a frequency fence. That's not correct. Not no, a frequency fence. No. I've actually been looking into this over the last couple of weeks about the properties of the chemtrails. And uh, for well, my own... It. No, I'm just starting the research. So it's about the properties of the chemtrails and the actual ingredients that are supposedly in there and what these things actually do, what properties they have. So whether they're, uh, you know, they say there's aluminium and barium and that in there. And a lot of these have a reflective properties. However, the barium also can produce a magnetic field. So there's some uh, evidence that this may be, um, because everything has an electromagnetic field, it could also be uh, used for, they, it's well known that the government uses a formula on some of their aircraft, you know, for, for that fly underneath the radar. They use this type of compound in the um, on their planes to cloak them. So this stuff actually being in the atmosphere may be part of what's helping um, the beings come in. Cloak. Yes. Yeah. Or yes. So, so that's actually helping them a to come into the atmosphere, however, to still remain cloaked, 
And then there's also the reflective property of the aluminium, which is also allowing them to appear. So it's it, it's sort of a it's a very complicated thing. That's what that's why I'm looking at it so hard at the moment. And this is where you were saying earlier, this research actually blows your mind because you have to look at so much stuff. And this is all scientific stuff. Now, the realm of science isn't my forte. So I'm looking at you know, the electromagnetic properties of barium and aluminium and all this other, you know, titanium and stuff that's all supposedly up there and what properties it has and if it's heated or if it's not and if it has a frequency and if the frequency is higher or lower, how does it work? And this just, this stuff is the stuff that, yes, it does do your head in and why you get so tired researching it to actually get to understand yeah. what's going on up there and how, this is working with how the beings are using this to come to us and, and to show themselves to us or to just cruise, you know, to look at us and, and I won't say study us, but observe what we're, where we're up to whilst remaining fairly obscure in the background, just, to, just like I said, so they don't frighten the living life out of us. And in the meantime, just do what they're doing and let us do what we're doing. And, and, but just to be enough so that the, those of us that are awake can actually see them. There you go. That that's are, the key. So, so that's, that's, that's the key. slow introduction for those yeah. of us that are awake to just see them and say, ooh, ooh, look. Right. And then the rest that are still asleep, they'll eventually get there. However, it takes a well. pointing out by the ones who are awake to say, actually look at that really look at it right and like i said earlier it's not you they will find out but not necessarily in the best of ways yes i mean they may find out within the two seconds that they're having a freaking you know an aneurysm or a heart attack that's real stuff, you guys. Now, that is much, you should be much more concerned about what's going to happen when these beings actually come into play than what is being sprayed. Now, the, the ingredients that Brenda just named off, if you add a certain amount of electromagnetic energy to these, this compound of barium salt and aluminum, it will create a plasma scenario. Exactly. Plasma and it does. Is one of, yeah, plasma is one of the, the elements that uh, uh, it can be created to br- take something from the etheric into 3D. It's plasma. So that's where this, uh, these chemtrails come into play. No one is trying to kill you. If if you die from all this, it's going to be from the from you not understanding that these beings are these huge reptilian beings and that we are just a tiny little scenario like we're a little play toy in their bathtub. That's a good way to look at it. Because then you can understand that you're looking out from this tiny play toy in this big, huge bathtub of these amazing reptilian beings that have very interesting limbs. And we'll talk about that in the second half of this show. 
but we really wanted to bring to you so much the chemtrail awareness, but the awareness of what these trails are in the sky. These are not exhaust trails, folks. Let's just clarify that. It's not exhaust from an airplane. These are not contrails when a trail remains for minutes or hours after it went by. And then it turns into something else. Watch it for a while. Take the time. Here's something my mom, here's some parent for the paranormal people. Something that my mom said to me. After she passed away, this came to me in my mind. And it also came to me through another person that is psychic. The exact same message. Take time, Patrick, to smell the flowers. I now understand what she meant. She couldn't tell me, hey, there's going to be these beings coming up and you're going to discover them. And You know, she was telling me, take the time to smell the flowers. I get it. Pay attention to nature. Uh, the other thing she told me, because I missed her, and I still do, but I at this point was right after she passed away, and it, I was it was all fresh. And she said, "Hey, I'm going to come to you. I'm going to be the wind against your face. When you feel that, you know it's me." She told me that humans, when they die, they go back to nature, where we began. Literally nature, as in the wind and the flowers. This is real. Now, I've posted some pictures of Green Man, for the Green Man. Basically, just trees that, and you'll notice, all trees now have features. I know these features because I've experienced this before. I don't know when. I can't tap into that yet. But most of you that are clicking with me on this have experienced this before. Let yourself realize that. Let yourself know that. You have experienced this before. It is why it is familiar to you. You're not tripping. You're not running across something brand new. Everybody in the world sees this. Everybody. They all see it. If you can see with your eyes, computing in your brain, no matter how much you look or don't look at the sky, you see it. And your brain says, oh yeah, there's a, there's the real reality. And your logical mind kicks it out. Because it says, no, 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 this doesn't work with uh, with your daily routine. We can't have this. This will not be computed into your conscious mind. And it's that simple. Now, after a while, this creates a lot of anxiety and stress inside and anger because you're basically fighting with yourself inside, which has created a lot of crap when it comes to people having anxiety and going to the doctor and the doctor giving you a pill to calm down your anxiety and basically so you can just go into a zone and not realize anything. And that's what all these psych drugs 
have done. I'm not saying that it's that anybody is at fault for taking anything that a doctor has told you to take. I'm saying wake up. Understand that when you're taking something like that, it's putting you in a zone. Okay? So so we talked about chemtrails. Let's put the chemtrails behind us. Follow the trail. That's how I discovered this. I followed the trail. I started taking pictures. Once I started taking pictures, I started seeing beans, beings, not beans. Although I, I do like beings. But beings, Brenda, are you there? Yep, not hearing you again. Your internet dropped out. Um, go ahead and, and drop out and come back in. Now, the beings, uh, they uh, are very familiar to me. I know these beings. I start to think like, wow, have I seen them on a movie? Have I seen them on a cartoon? It's kind of like all of the above, man. Humans have picked up on these beings all of the all of for all of eternity. And they've drawn them, written them, uh set them in stone, um put them into movies, uh put them into cartoons and all this stuff. The beings are very prevalent in our media. In our entire knowledge of life. So uh, if you watch MIB, just take one thing, MIB, and you watch the part with the spaceport, you know what I'm saying, Bren? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and, they, and they're like, it's like these beings that, that they show that are like the most unfathomable, unfa- uh, blah, 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 unfathomable beings are like the most tame that we are discovering. It's way out there, guys. And if you just let your your brain realize that space can create anything, the universe has created uh, entities that are beyond your imagination. Why not? Why could that not be? We we'll just have to take a look at our own. Take a look at our own nature and how fantastic, you know, our sea creatures For are. Sure. Our own Under creatures. Sea. So you, you you take that and you take it out into oh. an unknown element into the universe. What these beings oh, could God. be. Oh God! Anything. Yes. Anything. It's unbelievable what we have discovered. And that's why it's so hard to get this into a mainstream flow in humanity. Social media, oh, we've got, you know, we've got so many copycats copying the Webster phenomena. And then they go off on their own like, ah, we got this. And then they start talking about every, uh, um, you know, conspiracy theory and everything in the book, like they're just trying to cover their bases. We don't do that here. We're telling you the truth, man. This is not just our truth. 
of our understanding. We have bounced this back and forth and back and forth until, you know, it's like when you when you take a marshmallow and you you knead it between your fingers until it becomes taffy. You guys ever done that? <laughs> take a marshmallow, take a couple marshmallows and put them in your fingers and start squashing them. And then start kneading them between your your thumb and your forefinger and then your and your other hand thumb and forefinger and just keep pulling and you're pulling taffy. Before you know it, you have taffy in your fingers. Now that's what we have done with this. All of this information, we just pulled it and pulled it and pulled it and pulled it until finally we we said, "Hey, these are the ancient gods. This is them." Then we start taking pictures of my head, my head, <laughs> and realizing that I've got the Arrhenius, which is another reason why the big N is interested in me. We speculate we can find it on Brenda. We can find it on Kim. We can find it on Don. These are the people that have dropped all of the BS in their life and said, yeah, this is right. This is right. This is absolutely right. I'm looking at people right now on my Facebook, at at my friends list, and I can see on the friends list just by looking at the names who has done that and who is worried about doing it because they might be wrong or not not even might be wrong but what somebody might think about them and how long it'll be until they're proven right here's the thing about us we don't care we don't care you guys when something is the truth then you don't care who thinks you're wrong because it's the freaking truth It's the truth, everybody. And you know what? We're not afraid. I'm not afraid. Yeah. It's been a ride. I guess I had to go to that place to get to this one. Now, some of you might still be in that place. You'll be trying to get out. Just follow me. You can try and read my lyrics off of this paper before I lay them But you won't take the thing out these words before I say them Cause ain't no way I'm gonna let you stop me from causing man When I say I'm gonna do something, I do it I don't give a damn what you think I'm doing this for me So fuck the world, feed it beans It's gassed up, everything's just stopping me I'ma be what I set out to be Without a doubt, I'm tired of plea And all those who look down on me, I'm tearing down your balcony No way fans are bust, I'm trying to ask him why, how can he From infinite down to the last relaxed hour Me still shitting, whether he's on salary Paid hourly until he piles out Or he shits his piles out of him Whichever comes first, for better or worse He's married to the game, like a fuck you for Christmas His gift is a curse Forget the earth, he's got the earth to pull his dick from the and fuck the whole universe I'm not afraid I'm not afraid Just take a stand Take a stand Everybody Everybody Come take my hand Come take my hand We'll walk this road together Through the storm Whatever weather Cold the warm Then you know that you're not alone I'll not if you feel like you and cut the crap I shouldn't have to rhyme these words in the rhythm For you to know it's a rap You said you was king You lied through your teeth For that, fuck your feelings Instead of kidding crown, you're getting capped Instead of fans, 
I never let you down again, I'm back I promise to never go back on that promise In fact, let's be honest, at last we laughed CD was there, perhaps I ran them accents into the ground Relax, I ain't going back to that now All I'm trying to say is get back to black cloud Cause I ain't playing around It's the game called circle and I don't know how I'm way too up to back down But I think I'm still trying to figure this crap out Thought I had it mapped out, but I guess I didn't This fucking black cloud still follows me around But it's time to exercise I probably did it subliminally for you So I could come back a brand new me You helped see me through And don't even realize what you did Believe me, you I've been through the ringer For taking too little to the middle finger I think I got a tear in my eye I feel like the king of My world haters can make like bees With no singers and rock dead No more beat blingers No more drama from now on I promise to focus solely on handling My responsibilities as a father So I solemnly swear to always treat this group Like my daughters and raise it You couldn't lift a single everybody we're back this is the webster phenomenon i am your host patrick webster small with brenda scott in australia i love the lyrics of that song where it says like a fuck you for christmas this gift is a curse strikes me very deeply because it is exactly that that I thought when this discovery was made and that I realized that these reptiles were waving to me, saying, hi, finally, somebody sees us, that it was going to be Christmas for me. I miss Christmas. I miss Christmas with family and all that. I really miss it. I'm a very Christmassy guy. I love Christmas. And I miss it. And to get that fuck you from humanity, like, yeah, fuck you, it's just clouds. That truly made my gift of sight and knowledge a curse. It's cursed my life because of humanity. Now, if humanity would have backed up and said, wow, take a look at that, he's right then we would have had something more similar to Christmas. Now remember, uh, 
Brendan knows, that I got a text from one of these beings back in 2010, 2011, something like that. It was before 2012. I got a text from the being called Anu, A-N-U, look it up, or A-N-N-U, basically stands for Anu, or the head of Anunnaki. Oddly enough, sent me a text that said, Merry Christmas, LOL. And yes, I checked up on the number, and it was a number from Hawaii, and the number ended up being disconnected. But I got a text. And it was the it was a Christmas text. It was a Merry Christmas. And then I was like, I got the fuck you for Christmas from humanity. And it's really sad, and it has frustrated me to the bone. And it's why I finally turned to NASA. Because humanity just is not mature enough to grasp this. These ufologists out there that think they are the shit that they know everything because they've read it all or watched it on YouTube. All wrong. I'm sorry, you guys, but you're wrong. If you would listen to me, you would click into the right track, and then you could use your research, and it would actually flow and work. But you keep hitting dead ends and walls and nothingness. Because you're not hearing me. You're not listening. I'm just another guy who's saturating the airways. And it's why I pulled off the airways for a while, because I was tired of the fuck you for Christmas. Now this Christmas, I want it to be different. I want to get humanity behind me. I'm not trying to be anybody out there separate from you, humans. I'm trying to get humanity together so we can all dance the same dance. So we can all lift our hands up to the sky. Like I do every day to these beings and give them the clamper hand because they love that. And when you dance when you do it like an Egyptian, they love it. They'll start doing it right back to you. It's their communication. It's how they communicate. They love it when humans are animated. Think about that. Animated. It makes sense, right? When humans become animated. Think about it. Animated. All right, you guys, I've I've pounded this one into the ground, but <laughs> man, all I'm looking for, you guys, all I'm looking for, I'm going to do this for 45 more seconds to the halfway point. I have a, some kind of internal investment in humanity. Like, I feel like you're all my children. And I feel like I'm your child, too. We're all one, you guys. We don't need to be against each other. This is where we all team up on the same team. And we look at the galaxy like, please take us. Please take us into your realm so we too can fly in cloud ships. Now, to some people, that sounds like you're a freaking wacko delusional. But to the people that have listened to me, that sounds like heaven. Without dying, 
we will find out there is no real such thing as real death. It's just the chemical shell dying. The chemical bio shell that we all get all tied up into and all connected to when we know damn well we're all going to die. You don't die, man. My mom came back to me and she said, told me to pay attention to the flowers. Well, when I did, I realized they have faces. They're alive. More alive than you think. I used to watch things like Pee-wee's Playhouse. That was an adult show. Pee-wee's Playhouse. And got the perspective of Pee-wee and realized that he wasn't bullshitting. These people are all part of the reveal. All part of the reveal. I'm just I'm welcoming everybody back to the show. It's it's our second hour. Uh, welcome back in, Bryn. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And so we're going to talk the second hour about the clouds, about about how to see these beings in the clouds, and we want to start getting feedback from humanity about getting uh, groups together, communal a central communal place where everybody can plan their vacation and go to so we can start really watching this to go to the aurora borealis now we have cracked the the code of the aurora borealis and realized that this is strictly the beings who are putting themselves in front of a funhouse style lens and shooting it across the sky like a light show, and it is a light show. These are beings. You can look on my website and see that. I think I still have those pictures there. I changed up my website, and I took some stuff off because it was just too much for people, too much info, TMI. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have faith in humanity that you guys are going to start sharing this stuff Man, where's all the shares? Where's the viralness of this? I don't care to go viral to make money. I've realized the money-making part of this, it's all just the whole money-making part of, of life and society has screwed everything up. Everything. People are so money-minded, they forget about nature and who they are and what's really important in life, man. What is important in life, folks? What is important? Each other, nature, flowing with each other and nature all together. That is the important part of life. Doing the same dance together. If we all danced on earth the same exact way to the same music all at the same time, life would change instantaneously. We would be living in heaven on earth. How is that possible, you ask? Well, I'll tell you how that's possible. It's because we will all be on the same page with the same amount of knowledge, with the same level of intelligence, and we will also have new friends that we don't have to have all this 
wonder and mystery. And then you know how there's how Brenda, you know how there's this big old fight on the social media on who's right about UFOs and ET and ancient oh, aliens God. and all that. Oh yeah. my God, I'm gonna eat some apple here. So if you can talk for a minute, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I've I've seen it. I mean, there is so many sites, and it's just so much, so much bullshit out there as well. And then, as you said earlier, you know, you've got these people who are trying to be all things covering every base just so that, you know, if what they say doesn't happen here, there, or everywhere, something else might happen. So maybe they'll be right. And right. it's just, and, and it's not only that, that these same people who are claiming, you know, that they are God's people or they're this or they're that or something else, at the same time are hate preachers. Oh, yeah. You know, to do with, you know, you've got your, your government elections coming up over there and one thing and the other, then they're all, you know, uh, about government conspiracies, one thing and the other. And then they're all, you know, out promoting that people arm themselves up and if not steal, explode something, blow someone up or do something else. And I'm like, what the hell are these people doing? On the one yeah, hand, they're trying you... to say, they're trying to say they're God's people, you know, and they're preaching god this and yeshua that and something or other else and then at the same time they're either attacking each other attacking other people on their pages or promoting some type of revolution or violence against others which is just totally not on and it just it that really needs to stop now let's absolutely it does need to stop and you're absolutely correct brenda now tell me what the webster phenomena promotes well we promote the beings the beings are here to to actually show us how to live galactically how to live as part of a galactic community they're here to enlighten us and to like we like you were talking earlier about being one with nature that's how we should be you know we should think with with nature nature because nature's everything and when we're unkind to one another, it's 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 pretty much the old story of people sort of say, oh, well, they don't connect with nature because they don't see nature as being alive. Nature is as much alive as you and I are. Absolutely. And they feel as we do because it's it's a well-known fact that, you know, if you – water has memory and all cells, all yeah. plant cells and all human cells have a memory – and the fact yes. is that you know if if you talk to plants if you if there's been scientific tests done you know you put one plant in one scenario yes. one in another scenario you feed it positive vibes and negative vibes the one under the negative will just shrivel up and die and it's the same with people you feel feed them the negative in society they they shrivel up and they die and they become very negative and 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 this breeds on itself and it it makes society die that's why we need everybody to start being one with nature, being positive, because nature itself being alive is a positive vibe. It has a positive re- resonance throughout everything. Which will create. Be promoted. More positivity. And, 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 and that's what needs to be. People need to open their eyes to that fact. They're too, like you and said, that- too caught up in technology. And the actual technology itself carries a negative vibration. So people that are caught up on all this tech stuff get sucked into the negative stuff. 
And how can we get out of it? How can we get out of out of the technology we're using it right now? Yes, we are. However, we can also separate ourselves a little by not necessarily being on it all the time. I mean, look, yeah, we try to promote our, uh, you know, we've got you've got your websites and you have to post stuff to encourage people to actually look up and look around. However, at the same time, neither of us can spend 24 hours a day doing it, nor should we. But people, like right. you said, need to get outside, take a look around. We just took off. Look how much yeah. time we just took off of, of our of our very informative podcast just for the fact to let the pot cool down a little bit. Yes, but I mean it was no, also it's it. also taxing us. Yeah. So uh, you know, use technology wisely. Use your phone to look at the sky. Take the pictures. But don't stand there on the on the phone all day playing bloody what are these new games? Pokemon Go and shit. Oh for my people God. To, to not to, to actually walk along, it's like they're, I almost get this image of uh, you have like a, you know, like a flat phone. I don't know if you've ever seen that thing where something gets sucked into it, like this, there's this <laughs> vortex that actually goes into the phone and you get sucked inside it. That's the image that I get of people. It's like their whole consciousness from their brain to the phone is just this big funnel that goes into the phone. And there's no nothing. Absolutely. Of perception on the outside and that needs Absolutely. to really stop so use your technology wisely turn it off sometimes go for a walk smell the flowers check out the birds you know of any species Look at it the doesn't clouds. matter yeah and and just yeah, just folks. yeah really connect and take your pictures yeah take your cloud pictures take your nature pictures take a really good look at them and and yeah, look at them like later. I've yeah, no, but I mean, even lately, I've been sort of cataloging my own pictures, and you will notice that you have uh, you have uh, beings that reoccur. Same face, eighteen months apart, twelve months apart, six months apart, six weeks apart. You could literally overlap the pictures, and they're almost identical, just forming in a different scenario. I actually showed this to my sister-in-law yesterday and she was absolutely gobsmacked. Well, the here's the here's our message for today. It is our goal to have all of humanity dance the same dance. Yeah. We would like to be and who cares if it's us or somebody else but right now it's us if something you know uh, going with the grace of god would were to happen to brenda or i or both of us i would hope that somebody picks up where we leave off because this cannot be left undone we are here to wake up an entire population. Unfortunately, there's only two of us. There's many others who are seeing this, but they just don't have the intel that we have, that we get directly from these beings because we know who they are. Me personally, I remember being with them. 
I have had, I have been in uh, meditation where I have visited them in other places. And now that I'm in the, the country of the Mormon country, the LDS, that I've been looking into this stuff about the seers and the seer stone. And I'm about ready to become one of them. Now, when I was t- I was posting something uh, the other day on Facebook, and it said something about the seer. I said something about the seer of the new lands. Listen to the seer of the new lands. And they're like, who's the seer of the new lands? It's like, you really have to ask that? Um, it's me, man. Am I not telling you about this new land, which is the land you live in, but you're not seeing it? So when I wake you up, it will be new to you. The seer of the new lands is me. I see this everywhere, all the time, 100%. It never turns off unless I close my eyes and then I still see it. So this is this is a big deal for humanity. People would rather build million billion dollar churches relying on what has hap- what has been written and translated over thousands of years and believe in that like even wear clothing to to uh particulate themselves in this area or to uh to show their faith but yet something's happening present day where the hell are you guys where where the hell are the people because there's too much there's too many people trying to be somebody like that one dude trying to be trying to say he's pahana come on you you know pahana it, you know you know what i mean brent Yep. Getting I mean, we, you know who I'm talking about. We're not yes, going to say his name because we don't want to give him any promotion. But there's a guy on, <laughs> on Facebook who's saying he's Pahana, and he's even hitting me up like, look, look, I look like the Sphinx. Well, we have discovered what the Sphinx actually is. We have, Brenda and I have discovered what the Sphinx actually is. Have we put it out in public? Oh, Hell no. Why put something out there for scrutiny? All we get when we publicize something, the two things we get, it's either a bunch of crap saying, you're you're wrong. Oh, yeah, right, man. Go back. I'd, I'd love to get some of the drugs you're doing. We get shit like that, and here's the other thing we get. It gets stolen. Yep. Man, are you hearing that, Brent? What am I hearing? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on one sec. I'm hanging on. It sounded like there was there was thunder going on outside of my my office for my studio here, my office studio, for the last 10 minutes. Really odd, and it just got really, really, really loud. It is, there, it is not super cloudy here, so it's not thunder. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, so 
that's the two things that happen, folks, is we either get a bunch of lip, a bunch of back talk. Nobody in the world wants to say, oh, you're right. There's very few of my friends come on and say, he's right, he's right, he's right. Very few. Very, very few. Nobody knew, especially in like the UFO community, the ufologists who are all, they're all about uh, YouTube and what some what video somebody's made that explains why Nibiru and all this stuff. And it's like, man, or the David Icke followers are the most terrible people. Oh, my God. But you're on the David Icke page. That means you believe that reptilians have screwed up our reality. Now, we're showing you reptilians, but they didn't screw up our reality, folks. They created it. So we, as souls, could experience things that are tangible. It's a whole experiential thing. Life is nothing. Here, I'm going to tell you something right here. Life is nothing like what you think it is. Life, the meaning of life, is nothing what you think it is. To live, to retire, all of that's a bunch of BS. It's man-made. It, it has made you into having to get old. Growing up is just to get old. Now, people have gotten smart. The, the kids... Who grew up and passed up 18? Oh, now you can't even move out of your house when you're 18. So they just call you, you know, some can, but the go-getters. But now they just call you, now they call you kids until you're 30, 35. That's ridiculous, man. When I was 16, I'm like, don't call me no kid. I was out of my house when I was like 15. Mine are all out. My my son just turned eighteen a little while back, and he's been gone since he was about sixteen and a half. Yeah, yeah. See, the, other, the others are the exactly same. Like they exactly yeah. like me. Too busy doing his own stuff. He's not. Uh, you know, they're not. My children are all independent. So, you and know, I to think to lay he, back on the to lay back on the. Oh, I'm just a kid still, man. I'm nah, still a that's, kid. that's a bloody Let me excuse. Smoke weed one more day. Nah, not like that. <laughs> not like that. Life is nothing like you think it is, unless you're in you're in the Webster phenomenon. You're one of the group of the Webster phenomenon, which is like I don't know, maybe five or six people, humans in the world. That's nuts. Where is everybody? We've been doing this for over two years. Where are you, humans? Where are you? Okay, so Bren, we got 40 yeah. minutes left of this yeah. show. Can you believe it? Now, we no. need to talk <laughs> about the clouds. Now, you guys, keep your eyes on the clouds. Join my Facebook page. It is facebook.com forward slash Patrick Small. Join it. Join as a friend. I'll accept you, maybe. Join my page, my, my Patrick Webster Small page. Join the Webster Phenomena page. Look at the WebsterPhenomena.com. 
There's other people out there who are like, oh, guess what? There's cloud ships. Now I have cloudships.com. These people are lost. They do not know what they're talking about. They're in the very early infancy stages of a discovery that's already been made. Still way, way, way behind. If you're here, you're in the right spot. The WebsterPhenomena.com. Go to it. Read the blogs. You can read how my evolution of this discovery has worked. Um, so let's talk about the clouds a little bit. The clouds are taking shape. There's so much going on. You cannot look at the clouds as if it's your background scenery. You will never see this. Just like if you were looking at anything as background scenery, like let's say a crowd at a concert. If you're looking at the crowd as a crowd, you will never see the one person in that crowd that you know. You'll never you'll never find what what was it? Find Waldo? Yeah, Waldo. you'd call it yeah, where's Waldo here? It's called where's Wally. Where's Wally? <laughs> Where's Wally? Yeah. So you so you'll never find Waldo or Wally. You will just see crowd or cloud. But when you start really looking at those clouds and going, wow, that kind of looks like Kermit the Frog. If you think that in your mind, man, you are so on, you are right. Don't cut that thought off just because you thought of a of a puppet. These are the beings we're talking about. The fairies, the gnomes, uh, who else? Pirates, uh, Peter Pan, crocodiles. What else, Bren? Everything. <laughs> Everything. Everything, you guys. Everything. There, there, there's Mainly angels, gnomes, lions, dolphins. Dragons. You name it. Everything. Wizards. Dogs. Ancient gods with wands. Yes. Staffs, the canopic jars for all of you uh, histo uh, history researchers and all of you uh, ancient Egyptian researchers, canopic jars. If you're smart, you would hit me up and say, hey, what do you know about this? And what is your connection with all this? And how do you connect it to the sky? Well, let's see. Um, Egyptians drew nut who is basically the sky and then everything under nut was in levels oh well what do you think how does that connect to the present day well i could show you and i've told you a million times but i can also show you exactly where the canopic jars came from and why they were important here's a big reason why they were important so they could come back right now. See, now is the coming back time when they were going to re-reveal. So all of those pharaohs that went through all of their little rituals that everybody right now is like, oh, yeah, and they believed this, and they put their heart in this jar, and they put their liver in this jar, and their lungs in this jar. Guess what? It's paying off. Oh, the stories about Osiris who watches the underworld, which is basically the time for the underworld is the nighttime. 
and the time for the for the afterlife is the daytime where you have Ra in charge of it all. Uh, how many times have we caught pictures of Osiris and Ra? Oh, I don't know, so hundred hundred thousand <laughs> times maybe. All the time. How about Isis and Osiris? All the time. Exactly. I've got video of Isis and Osiris doing some nasty stuff in the sky. Why wouldn't they? It's creation. Isn't sperm the one of the basic parts, elements of creation? Sperm? Well, yeah. Well, they don't hide that fact. Trust me. <laughs> Well, it's actually written into text as well about that. Can you can you say anything about that? Anything more, or is that Uh, all you want to say? It's something that we read it a while back. It was to do with the capstone, one of the capstones on the pyramids. That what are um, the capstones? The very point, the top of the pyramids. And it was, uh-huh. um, oh gosh, what was the information? It was uh, written on the capstone was um, about uh, how Osiris went through and created the universe. And that also formed one of the major capstones to one of the major pyramids. Was his jism? Yes. His sperm? I'll let you say that. <laughs> Well, I'm just going to say it because I'm tired of, of humanity being so weird about this stuff. You know, unless you're being dirty. It's not dirty, man. It's how we all got here with sperm, you guys. And that's it. I mean, and look, uh, but it's not only that. I mean, throughout the whole of um, ancient society, I mean, this this was... It wasn't a taboo subject. It was actually out there. It's it's promoted yeah. in the drawings. It's promoted in the manuscripts. It's promoted on the obelisks. Oh, yeah. It's promoted in the, you know, on 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 every piece of Egyptian and and ancient text. It's it's not a, a taboo many, subject. It only became taboo in latter times in later society, controlled by yeah, religion. Yeah, because of religion. Yeah. Mostly because of religion. Because religion didn't want people to have that kind of interaction. Now, how many how many Egyptian ancient uh, depictions and artwork and stuff do you see a figure of a male, and they always have a boner? I mean, many many times that they have an erection. It's because that showed that virile part of mankind that creates more mankind. It's evolution, it's forward movement, it's thinking, it's flow. Orgasm being something that people look for privately or together as one of the best feelings, the most heightened Feelings you could ever feel in physical body, which orgasm creates for males sperm, which creates uh, the ability to 
be a creator or be a god. So I don't know, that kind of came out of nowhere, but that was obviously very important to talk about. So humans, we need to get together, everybody. We need to do the dance. We need to do the dance. So the seer of the new lands, that's us. We're the seer of the new lands. I'm going to start really working on my visionary aspects, which I've kind of thrown aside because I see so much already, but I think it's time that I follow some of this LDS uh, um, information on how Joseph Smith saw into um, heaven, basically. So I'm, I'm going to be working on that. Um, I'm going to do as much as I can for humanity before I get intertangled with NASA. Because once that happens, I'm going to have to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Brenda's going to have to sign a non-disclosure agreement. We're going to have to remove ourselves from the airways. I will not come on here and say what somebody else wants me to say. I'll just not be here. I'll opt to just not do it anymore. So that's what will happen. So we're just kind of sitting on, you know, we're we're not walking on eggshells right now, but we're sitting just waiting to, okay, when's it going to come? They do things on their own time span. So um, the Webster phenomena, here's what the Webster phenomena is, actually. The Webster phenomena is the, the discovery and the realization which means understanding, the realizing, that extraterrestrial non-human beings are in Earth's atmosphere. They are in all of nature, which means they are all throughout the universe. These extraterrestrials and interdimensional beings create everything in reality for us to experience. Now, when I say for us to experience, they are experiencing as well. They're understanding what it's like to be a different being. They created us so they could experience through us. When you really realize like what your eyeball is, what your, what your hair is, what your whole body is, to that extent of this discovery which we're, we already are, are banging on that door. We already know much of this. When this is all out there, we will understand why things are the way they are. Right now, we're in this interim period, which is probably the most exciting period for all of uh, these beings is to watch us wake up. Basically, it's like watching in an incubator, watching the chicks crack their way out of eggs. If you've ever watched that, it's very fascinating. Chicks or any any being cracking its way out of an egg or being born, being born straight from the womb. I've seen it. It's amazing. I've been there firsthand. And had baby just plopped right into my arms. Like, whoa. That is amazing. 
Now, right now, we are in that transition of being born. This technological society is still just like the ninth month of being inside of the womb. We're beginning to see outside of the womb. We're beginning to see the beings that are that are creating this reality. It's beyond fathom. Beyond fathom. Most of you still cannot grasp it because it's so far outside of, you know, your your niece's birthday party or you know what I mean? It's just like th- those two things are like, well, wait, I got to think about this. And, we'll, you know, I need to think about work and creating this business plan or, you know, and now I'm supposed to think that the ancient gods are here. How does that even flow or mix? I don't know. You know what it's time for? Government does not define you. Your mother and father do not define you. Your children do not define you. The universe defines you. Who are you in this universe? Remember, go to the widest part of your reality. What is the widest part of your reality? Is it your home? Is it your room? Is it your bathroom? Your bathtub? Your shower? Your office? Where you work? Your car? No. Is it the Earth? The planet Earth? Remember where planet Earth is. It's a tiny little globe. 
in this huge, huge, vast area of many millions and millions and billions. Remember Carl uh, Sagan used to say that? Billions and billions <laughs> of stars. Love Carl Sagan. Remember who you are. Remember. Remember, everybody. Remember where you came from. We're all pirates of the Caribbean. The Caribbean. Remember in Pirates where it shows the the ship sailing and, and it's so dark on the sea that you can see the, the stars shining off of the water and it looks like they're just in the sky? There you go. There you go, folks. Follow that. Live with that. Go with that. Join us in this realization. It's about ready to pop. I am seeing the beings in every single place. The plants and the trees are going nuts. Notice they have, they want to come to life and play with you. This is not some little bullshit kindergarten crap. This is the most evolved stuff. The most evolved information stuff. It is stuff. Because what do you call it? It's the most evolved knowledge you can possibly offered right now. NASA may came out may come out and say, "Hey, there's there's alien bases on the moon." Okay. Okay. That's good. That's a good start. But it's on the moon. We're not on the moon, peeps. We are on Earth. I'm telling you what to look at on Oh, and then somebody'll come and post something on the on Oh, We've made a major breakthrough. We found faces on Mars. Hey, who fucking cares? It's Mars. What the hell is going to happen and how are you going to prove it? That's a pretty damn safe discovery you just made. By looking on using what? Stuff that's from NASA? Hello, McFly. Hello. From NASA, you're going to use NASA's pictures to discover something? Oh, please. Now let's come back to Earth. <laughs> you ever wondering where that uh, phrase came from? Come on back to Earth, man. This is where you live. If you used to live on Mars, good for you. You were born on Earth this time. Care about Earth. This is where you live. This is where we're discovering the extraterrestrials. Who cares about the moon? Who cares about Mars? We're talking about Earth. Now, either grow some balls and let's do this, or what are you even doing in this thought process? Just go ahead with your day. But I would rather see you join us. We are the ones who are right. Nobody's shooting us down. People are just being quiet. Okay, it's time to knock off the silence. Notice that this episode was called Breaking the Silence. 
That's what we're going to do from now on, folks. Now, we're talking about starting uh, in a place where the Webster phenomena and this whole phenomena, this whole discovery can be researched, talked about, um, visited, um, and there can be a communal uh, vibration. In other words, we can have a lot of people get together in the same place. You know, it's kind of like they do with the EDM concerts where there's a lot of like-minded people, but then all you hear is, nah, 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 you know, and it's just, man, it, dry, it gives you a headache after That's an hour. That's a brain killer, if anything. <laughs> man, it's like, what? It's like the light show's great and all that, but, but then, you, then that music comes on and some of it is good, most of it is a headache waiting to happen. But it's the idea of that to get people in the same place to do the dance. To do the dance, man. Let's go dance like Egyptians and watch what happens. I'm not kidding. Let's do it. We need supporters. We need some people. Hey, if you got some extra cash, throw it in. Man, people are so like, just, I mean, believe me, I know I'm the same way. Just so tight with their cash. I'm not going to give to that. But then you see all of a sudden this one thing on CrowdRise with this just like so off the wall. It's like, really? You got like $10 million? How? You got to wonder about that stuff just to make CrowdRise Yeah, for the good. boob job and the ass implants on somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To get to... Here, I'll help you get your boob job. Now can I see him? <laughs> it's a boob job. Who cares? It's not even real. But that's what that's what humanity's all about. They're that, not that's real. That's the stupidity of humanity. What's that? I said that is the stupidity in humanity. Exactly. Exactly. So, we are looking for Support. We're looking for support. And I'm not talking cash. Hey, if you want to throw some cash at this, let's go. Let's let's build a lodge somewhere where everybody can go. And if you've ever read uh, Celestine Prophecy, let's get this Vicente's Garden going. Where we can all go meditate on plants and then eat the beautiful fruit that comes from that. Everybody's worried about GMO. It's like, man, you better worry about the workers that are picking your stuff, how much they're pissing on it first. That's truth, man. That's truth. Think about it. We all just kind of take everything for granted. Ah, that's fine. That's fine. No, it's not fine. It's not fine, people. Earth is out of whack. Nature is coming to life. Now, if you were nature and you've just been treated the way you've been treated through this industrial revolution, how would you come at humanity? Would it be, hi, humanity, thanks a lot? Or would it be, hey, humanity, come over here for a minute. We, we want to talk to you. Why do you think there's certain ones of us who are being picked out to have this knowledge first? Do you think we're the ones they don't like? Or do you think we're the ones they trust? Do you think we're the ones they trust? 
You're right. Extraterrestrials trust us who are coming out with this information. Nice and clean. We're not trying to pull anything over your eyes. I don't have a bunch of commercials in my podcast. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm not trying to get money from you. And you're not trying to be a religious cult leader either. (laughs) Nope, not trying to be a religious cult leader. But I am looking into all the religions because we keep our eyes open into everything. And every religion has something to offer. Every religion. Every one of them has something to offer. There's something important that was written into everybody's uh, formulation of a religion. And, And as everybody knows, there's overflow into all cultures. So there has to be has to be a truth in that. It has to be a universal truth for it to flow right through all cultures and all religions. Right, you are. You didn't need me to tell you you were right, but you're right. (laughs) I'll just say it. Now, uh, real quick about clouds. If you see something that looks like, take away looks like and put in is. Wow, that looks like a dragon. Okay, now do the thing I said. Take away looks like and put in is. Wow, that is a dragon. Now you're talking. Dragons are in the clouds. I'm not talking smog dragons. Like smog, you know, from uh from uh 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 the Hobbit. I also suggest everybody watch The Hobbit, watch Lord of the Rings, watch uh, uh, Pirate, all the Pirates of the Caribbean. They will all, they all have something to offer. MIB. We'll, next podcast, let's do a list, Bryn, of all the movies, and it'll just be an extensive list of a ridiculous gonna amount of movies. It's going to be a big list. <laughs> it's going to be a big list. But remember, these movies came from people are seeing this and not and they they're they're like it's like channeling in their way they're channeling this information that's what all this is the all the storybook stuff watch it and, and i mean if you Peter think it, yeah i mean look if you think about it and you know this 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 universal change has been something that's needed to happen for for thousands of years i mean what better yeah. way to prepare a people through a universal calling than to actually put this ideology in creators' minds, you know, especially in the movie world, to introduce it just like they are in the cloud, slowly, slowly through information, through movies and through, you know, all the the media that people, you know, things that people enjoy. What better way to get them to expand and open up their minds to that possibility by having it put there? Exactly. Over time. Do you know what I mean? I do. Experience. I'm just hoping everybody yeah. else does. Now, yes, I'm, I'm saying there's like, no better way. It's it's a slowly, slowly right. acceptance way, now, like you said, like, rather than just surprise. <laughs> yeah. What about like Peter Pan? I mean, that's this, that's one of the closest, closest stories you can get to what's going on. What about Harry Potter? 
Harry Potter shows so many things that are absolutely truth, including magic, everybody. You know how many of the old ancient magic texts that they're finding? Now, that's the kind of research that if people are into it, that's awesome. Look into that and remember, they're not telling you everything. They're only showing you what is allowed to be shown to you. So the magic texts and all the the um, the ancient papyrus that are talking about spells and stuff, you know they're leaving stuff out. They don't want you to go out and try these spells. You may get it to work. They're leaving stuff out. So just remember that. Trust me, I know. They're leaving stuff out. But well, it's, <laughs> it's dangerous to give one person all knowledge. So by leaving bits out and having different people with different keys, it's only when they come together there so may this, be... So what she just way. said, so what she just, what Brenda just said is absolutely true. And the fact that I have been given so much knowledge, it shows how much they trust me, number one. And number two, how important it is to commune with me. I'm being as humble as I freaking can <laughs> and well, still well, know you, this knowledge. <laughs> I mean, you have easy. the knowledge. Yeah, you have the knowledge. However, I've come along and there's been aspects that I've given you as well that have increased that. So it's, it's, oh, it's, yeah. an, input, it's an input stage. It's something you may not have. If that hadn't been put there, it wouldn't have quite been grasped or not accessed properly to be able to be to be shown to people. That's very possible. And that is why there that the commune with others is necessary. We all need to commune on this. Anybody that gets it, we all need to meet up. We all need to be in each other's presence. And I mean, me and Brenda have not even been in each other's physical presence yet. And we've known each other for years. It's just the the, the distance is, is about as distant as you can get on Earth. We're on opposite sides of the globe. But we're still... In I mean and and it goes both ways, Bren. I've I, you know I mean clearly that I've you know brought you out of a, a, oh, a place you. where you thought you were going insane. Yeah, definitely. And and I was the same way. And there's other people that were the same way. In fact, I like I said, I got a call this morning from a guy who's like, man, I've I just lost my girlfriend because she just was like, hey, you know what? That shit, that Patrick shit, that was cloud shit. I just can't take it anymore. And I'm like, man, I'm sorry, dude. He's like, it's not you. You're the one that saved me. It's her. She won't let herself see it because she's afraid of what her friends will think. And it's like, man, I'm I'm really sorry to hear that, but that's probably best that you part ways from this person. Because they're going to try to make you not see it. And once, it's just like once you've learned, they say, once you've you learned how to pray, it. you can't go back. Yeah, you can't unsee it. Once you actually see it, you, you cannot unsee it anymore. Nope. Can't unsee it, folks. Sorry. Now, 
real quick, Bram, we got seven minutes, so I got a mouthful of apple. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm gonna real quick just say that what you're looking for, you guys, remember we said Kermit the Frog? You're looking for forms like that. You're looking for from that to dragon. Okay, now look up the Anu figurine from Sumeria or Sumerian times. Anu, A-N-U. What will pop up for you on Google is a figurine of a green being that is crossing his arms, is folding his arms in front of him, and, and he's holding his ar- his hand which to show you that he's got a serpent on his hand. Not a serpent wound around his hand. His hand is a serpent. So now realize that the beings in this universe are not human. They are much, much farther evolved. And they have heads on their hands. And we're just going to kind of leave it there. Now, Brenda, when can you do the next podcast? Uh, two weeks from today. Okay. So we're going to have a podcast two weeks from today, folks. We we will see you in two weeks. So I'll just, I'll just clarify that. Not next Saturday, not the following Saturday, but the one after. So it actually falls on the third. Hang on. I should give you a date, people. How does that sound? I'm looking here. <laughs> so, so the third is okay. Thirteenth of December, fourteenth uh, for me, thirteenth for you. Of August. Yes. Okay. So let's see. We are on right now the twenty-third. So that's three weeks. Yeah, so it falls on the twenty-third, thirtieth, the sixth or the thirteenth. The 6th I'm working, 13th is when I have the break, and then the following one is on the 20th. Okay, so we're going to have a couple podcasts in in about three weeks. That leaves a nice little gap for everybody to share this podcast, please, with everybody else. Don't be afraid, man. Trust in us. We are telling you the truth here. Please share this. We want to commune with everybody. By, uh, I don't know, October, we should have a space to commune. If it's not October, we will figure it out. We're working on a place for everybody to go. uh, Everybody probably has to get a passport. So do that. Get your passports. Get them ready. You're going to have a trip coming up soon. I don't have my passport. I'm going to have to get it. I'm going to work on oh, that I got once, mine. We, once we get offline here. <laughs> Brenda's got hers. Yeah, I had mine for a couple All of right, years All right, everybody. <laughs> so um, thank you for listening. This has been an amazing show. We've given you an extensive amount of information. We're pouring our hearts out to you, and we're doing it for humanity. Please wake up to nature, you guys. And I'm not just saying go hug a tree. Let the tree hug you back. Be sorry. Everybody, this is Patrick Webster Small and Brenda Scott from Australia here giving you the forbidden knowledge that has now been deemed unforbidden. It's called 
the Webster phenomenon. Be good humans. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no
Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.